You are listening to Mommying While Muslim Podcast, where hosts Uzma and Zeba share their personal stories of mommying in a post-9-11 world. This podcast is designed with the Muslim American mom in mind, so grab a cup of coffee and pull up to their table. Assalamualaikum, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mommy While Muslim Podcast with your co-hosts, Zeba Hassan and Uzma Jafri. This is Uzma. Assalamualaikum, everyone. And this is Zeba Hassan. Assalamualaikum. Well, the holiday season is upon us, and it starts with Turkey Day. Um, we used to call it Thanksgiving, but it sounds like it's going to be more Friendsgiving now. Zeba, what, what is your experience with Thanksgiving? Because I think yours growing up is definitely different than mine. Yes, so we celebrated Thanksgiving in the traditional sense. Obviously my mom, that was the one holiday that my mom felt like she didn't have to um, give up, you know, um, obviously having given up Christmas. And then she kind of, not that, it was just something where she was felt really strongly about. She was like, regardless of the origins, um, and obviously there are multiple variations of how Thanksgiving got started, and we can get into the policies and the politics of that. But for my mom, she was like, you know, that's the one holiday that regardless of what religion you are, we all have an opportunity to give thanks. And if it's one day of the year where it it kind of forces us to do that, that's what we're going to do. So she was like, we made the the turkey and we made um, the mashed potatoes and the stuffing. Of course, we used to to have a pot of Nahari or Baye or something on the side, you know, because you do have to make it a little bit desi. But we did have all the normal trimmings of Thanksgiving with the turkey and all that, plus a little bit of a desi, desi flair to it. But did you guys do anything with uh, with Thanksgiving or no? No, growing up, Thanksgiving was just an excuse to miss school. And where I grew up, we got the whole week off. Mm. Um, now we only get a couple of days. We get the Thursday and Friday off um, as a mom. And I'm really ticked about that. But, you know, we got the week off, so it was a lot of fun. Um, it really didn't you know, we just still ate our regular food. It wasn't a particular day because my parents would be like, well, every day is a Thanksgiving day. Why do you have to have a holiday to be, you know, grateful? Like gratitude is part and parcel of our religion. So we're not going to single it out. And then, you know, going back to the whole, it's an American holiday. There's no religious um, affiliation with it. So why are we going to celebrate even an American holiday? That said, we celebrated July 4th and New Year's Eve and did all of that, like spending hundreds of dollars on firecrackers, but celebrating Thanksgiving was not super, um, it wasn't stressed in my house. Let's put it that way. I can remember in my entire childhood, one family party that we happened to have on Thanksgiving where it was, it was just, Hey, everybody come over on Thursday. Cause everybody happened to be off of work. So that's kind of, so do you do anything now or have you continued the tradition of not quote unquote celebrating it in the traditional sense so because I'm learning you know, something new about now, you right now I know right so as a mom I have embraced my American identity very late into my motherhood but I did it and I was like I am gonna do Thanksgiving and you know back in the day when we were growing up you couldn't get a Zabiha turkey yeah. it was really hard so that was another reason why nobody did it I think, or I know families that did do it, but probably did it like your family style where there was a big desi flair to it or whatever cultural flair there was. Me, I have 
access to um, Zabiha Turkey, so I do them. I do a big party, and that party has escalated over the years from just family to our family friends. And so I've had up to 30 people in the house. Um, and my kids love it, like, because we have a whole kids table where there's crafts and activities for them. Um, I think we've even done gingerbread houses, which is a little bit early, but I'm like, I'm going to adopt the gingerbread house because who's going to say no to gingerbread and candy and icing? It keeps the kids busy while you're getting the table set. Let's put it that way. That's actually um, really I fun. love it. Yeah, it's super fun. I like doing the whole tablescape and borrowing tables and chairs to accommodate everybody in our one dining room. I love it. You know, it's so much fun. And I do the turkey and the dessert and my friends do the sides. Ooh, so then you get to taste a little bit of everybody's Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and traditionally we'll do a turkey as well as a pot roast. So that's kind of, those are the two things that I can do really well. Um, And I've learned how to cook a turkey as an adult, even though I was frightened of cooking poultry pretty much my whole adult life. But I have mastered the turkey. Like I do the whole brining and everything. What do you do? So I don't cook Thanksgiving dinner. Like what? it's so I do? know. I know. So because we are so far away from our family, um, and because of basketball, I know everybody hears me talk about it. Like we've always traditionally uh, had uh-huh. um tournaments on the Saturday and Sunday after Thanksgiving. So to go back home to Chicago it's not worth uh, it. In the last yeah. four to five years for two days, it just wasn't cost effective. It's not worth it with Absolutely. the craziness of travel right now. And you know how it is traveling with four kids. And then we have to be back by, by a So what we've started doing in the last four years is, and honestly, it's not fun because first of all, half of my kids are vegetarian, right? So right. cooking a turkey really, it doesn't really help anybody. Tofurkey. And to, <laughs> exactly. And I'm not a turkey person. Okay. So to cook Thanksgiving just for the six of us after having, you know, had the huge traditional Thanksgivings was a little bit sad and depressing for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, and honestly, I would be the one in the kitchen the entire day only to have nobody eat anything other right. than mashed potatoes and, and cornbread. It. Yeah. It just wasn't worth it for us. So Zephyr, my sweet husband, essentially saw my angst and frustration. And he was kind of like, listen, why don't we create our own tradition? And now we make reservations at a local family restaurant every year. And we get dressed up and we Aww. make a thing of it. And then everybody can kind of order what they want. I don't have to deal with turkey sandwiches for weeks afterwards because mm-hmm. nobody's eating the turkey. Um, and I've been able to kind of get over the sadness and the depression of not having a place to go on Thanksgiving. Because, you know, everybody that we know here has their own family traditions or their own families. Right. And we just um, just haven't gotten into that concept of hosting a large Thanksgiving here, you know? So mm-hmm. this is kind of our, our new family tradition. We kind of just, it's more low key. We watch football all day, hang out as a family, um, maybe go to a movie and then, um, have, uh, you know, turkey dinner if you wanted to at our local family restaurant. Wow. So Do you feel sorry for me. No, I don't feel sorry for you. I, I just think it's interesting how our, adulthoods are so different than our childhood experiences it's like we flipped 
right? Yes. Like we exchanged each other's experiences. But exactly. Here's the th- and I <laughs> wish, I wish we could do that. Like I tell this about like, and honestly, our entire family gets together and okay. it is so sad. And you we have all FOMO. actually get along. I do. I totally have FOMO. And yeah. you know, they send us pictures and I'm so sad and depressing and oh, Photoshop just, me in. <laughs> I know. I'm like, put us in the back, you know? And so it is actually pretty sad for me to be blown yeah, with you. Yeah. Because you have family back home. Now for a long time, I did not have family here and I um, doubled down and created a family and my family is my friends here. I totally love them and for the past four or five years this is what we have been doing. I have been the hostess because they all know Uzma doesn't cook. She certainly doesn't cook well. Um, so this one time of one time a year is when I can put on a show for everybody and say, look, I'm not that sucky a cook. I don't always serve burn food. And they're like, wow, this is really impressive. So for the rest of the year, I'm forgiven for all the times that I'm like, dude, give me your leftovers, you know? Um, That's exactly right. But this is the first year, Zeba, where everybody is busy. And we've even accommodated um, folks by saying people who had to work Thanksgiving Day, we've then done it on a Friday. I think last year we ended up doing it on a Friday because somebody had to work Thanksgiving in our created family. And we did that and that was fine too. But this year, everybody has plans. And I was like, kind of like what you went through a few years ago where I was like, I don't know what to do. Like it's become kind of my identity almost that I'm the Thanksgiving hostess with the biggest table. And I've like tried to grab people and find them and say, Hey, come sit at my table, you know? But this year I was like, I I think I was a little disheartened and very disappointed, you know, because I was like, nobody wants staying out with me. Like I am like the hostess with the mostest man. Like everybody leaves home with a parting gift, man. Like exactly. So I'm like, all right, fine. So I told uh, my husband, I was like, okay, nobody's coming over for Thanksgiving. Let's not tell the kids because they're going to be so disappointed. Let's go out of town. We're so sad. We're so sad. (laughs) My kids are totally going to be disappointed because these are like their friends. They love Thanksgiving with their friends. And um, I told him, let's go out of town. Let's book a nice um, dinner at a restaurant that kind of specializes in that Thanksgiving feast. And we'll go there. And it may not have the Zabiha options that we always have, but I'm really the only one that practices Zabiha in my household. So really, it's just me. And I can always go with seafood. I'm totally fine with that. So um, he reserved a place this year. So we will be going to the West Coast and having Thanksgiving dinner, which I didn't even know was a thing until somebody who was doing my nails recently told me that she does Thanksgiving on a cruise every year. And I was like, that's a thing? And I started looking it up. But it's interesting. I could have just asked you. Yes, because that's what we do now. And and honestly, I was sad about it to begin with, but it really focuses our attention on the six of us, which we don't. You know, with all of our crazy Mm -hmm. schedules, we don't really do. So I actually, this year, what we decided to do is do our traditional Thursday um, hangout. And obviously, my daughter has a Thanksgiving Day tournament, so we get that. But we are getting together with some local friends on Saturday, I think a couple days afterwards. And we're just going to kind of like have a Friendsgiving, but not Mm -hmm. as big. It's just kind of like a potluck hangout. And I have to say... I'm really looking forward to it because we get five days off and obviously the five days is a long time if Mm -hmm. you're just hanging out with each other, especially when, I don't know about where you guys live because this is where we live is very transient. A lot of people tend to go back to their 
original their homes, homes yeah. their hometowns, mm-hmm. um, to be with their family. So not many people, and obviously Congress is out of session, so not many people are in the area. So it really is kind of like a ghost town here wow. during Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think a lot of people have the same situation here right. where they're going back to families because a lot of people relocate to my um, town where I currently live. Um I think you're really, really going to enjoy this friend potluck thing because there's something about the family that you choose that, I mean, that is a whole different kind of love. And I can't say that it's anything less than the love you have for your real family. I don't know. That's yes. how I feel. I agree because there are people that you choose to spend time with versus. Yeah. And so have you ever, you know, that's kind of the thing that a lot of people talk about during Thanksgiving is like you always have that one relative that's like the racist uncle or the the person <laughs> that does the off-color jokes. Like, did you ever have any of that? I mean, um, come on. We're like, you know, our parents were immigrants. Everything they said was off-color. Except they're pretty racist, very true. right? Pretty, and you're just like, what are you talking about right now? We didn't know Thanksgiving that, to be racist. That's <laughs> exactly right. But you're kind of exposed. So how do you, like, obviously my kids are a little bit earlier, uh, older, and they're learning the history, the actual history of Thanksgiving and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the truth behind it, you know, and I have gotten a couple of, um, you know, pointed good questions. Um, have you had that opportunity or dealt with that with your kids? And if you have, like, what have you been telling them about our mixed history on Thanksgiving? Yeah. So, um, I have a different, um, we have a historical, uh, textbook series that is written by Joy Hakim, H-A-K-I-M. And it's really good because it teaches that side of history that you're never going to learn in an American public school. Um, Because obviously we get a very cleaned up version. We didn't learn about the history of Thanksgiving until we became adults. So my kids get it, you know, and they understand um, some of the effects of colonization just from our own personal family histories, what colonization did to our people. Um, And so we're like, that was the same thing that happened in America. And it was like super brutal here too, you know. Um, So... I think what we've started to do is call it less a Thanksgiving because, again, you know, as I grew up learning that gratitude was an essential part of being Muslim, my kids learned that too. This is not the only day we give thanks. We're going to learn patience and gratitude on a daily basis. So this is our Friendsgiving. This is our day that our friends come. And it is really a potluck Thanksgiving because my friends were always contributing to the meal. Um, So it was friends giving each other support and just let's hang out on a holiday. And we weren't commemorating any kind of made up history. So um, as Americans, I think it's really important to understand and reflect on the origins of this day and be thankful where we are today and be thankful to the people that made it possible, which would be, you know, Native Americans who to this day, I feel like are so forgiving for what happened. Um, And I find that um, acceptance from them so humbling. And I wish the average racist would reflect on that too. But, you know, insight cannot be, you know, you can either have it or you don't. You know, I don't know that that's something you can grow. I would like to think you can, but... I totally agree. A lot of these holidays, if you actually did the research, you know, like Columbus Day and all these things, like the history is, yeah, they're not, (laughs) but you can take the essence of what it was trying to do. And like you said, make it your own Mm -hmm. and, and 
every day in Islam, like my, I love my father-in-law. He's so sweet. He's always like, you know, when we wish him like happy father's day, he goes, every day is a blessing. And the truth of the matter is it really is true. Like every day is a blessing and it shouldn't be just on one day where we're giving gratitude and thanks. Um, and to your point, really focus on where we are as a family, where do we want to go and how to grow and potentially, you know, look forward to the next year and be like, okay, so where are we going to be a a year from now? Yeah. I wish we did more of that reflection. I don't think we do. I've tried the activity where, you know, I give the kids a clothespin and I'm like, tell me like one thing you're grateful for today. And they're just like, these are stupid. What did these things do? And I'm like, that's right. We have an electric dryer. So you have no idea what a clothespin is for um, other than crafts. So they're, that exercise, I don't know if my kids are so privileged or just too young to understand. But, you know, in theory, when we're discussing patience and grat- gratitude, they do get it. But, um, you know, they're still going to want to ask for the next latest toy and now the commercials for all the stupid toys are out for Christmas wish lists and they're like oh can I have that and can I have that and it's like can we just be grateful for what we already have exactly um so it would be nice maybe I'll do that now that I'm not going to be worried about timing my turkey and you know figuring out when the cheesecake goes in that um I will be able to sit down at a dinner and talk to the kids about why is it important that we're not just thankful this day so I will remember that. I'll write, I'll journal that so that I don't forget at the dinner this year. Yeah. So what is a gratitude? One, what are you grateful for this year? And how are you, like, what is a gratitude exercise that you want to introduce to your kids in general? Um, In general. I think I can answer the first part easily. The second part, not so much. I'd have to think about that a little bit more. But I'm really grateful for this podcast. Um, I have to say this year has been pretty cool. Like just doing a project for the sake of doing the project. Like Because I love what we're doing. Um, I think this has brought... um, uh, My passion of... My passions of speaking to women. Supporting women. Um... And being with friends, I think that's really important. And just reconnecting with you. I'm just really grateful for all of it. You know, I feel like um, I'm so much smarter, wiser, more empathetic than I was. And it's only been six or seven months since we've been doing this now. But we've been talking about it for a year, to be blunt with you. Like, I was just thinking, like, it's been a year. And so I'm, like, very excited about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in March, right? March be we anniversary. March will be our one year anniversary, but I do think yeah. we started thinking like, let's just get it done. Shortly after Thanksgiving last year, like, are we going to do this? Are we not going to do this? Let's just mm-hmm. get this done and yeah, figure it out. It. And we just pushed it. So yeah, I too am grateful for that. For the podcast, for the podcast, for you, for the opportunity to um, speak my piece. You know, because I do think this the podcasting world definitely is a platform where you know I'm, there's thousands and thousands of platform you know of podcasts out there and and people saying really cool things but this does marry my my love for support like the a support like providing a support system and who doesn't like chit-chatting with their one of their best friends on a weekly basis and mm-hmm. you know giving people like an insight into your world like why not be grateful for that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it kind of solidifies for me, you know, going back to the whole sense of American identity, which I didn't have growing up because being American was so bad. Um, And now I know it's not, you know, it, 
why should it be? Because that's what my kids are, you know? So for me to perpetuate that would be to say that somehow my kids were not enough because they happen to be native born Americans. Um, and I don't want them to feel that. I don't want them to ever think that. I want them to be contributing members of society. And this is the society they're going to live in, I think, unless they pick another country to live in. They've never been to Pakistan or India. I mean, shoot, I've never been to India. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I think that's really uh, an important thing to me is, you know, Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving, this Turkey Day, you know, we pretty much call it Turkey Day at our house. Turkey Day for us is just a day of of being proud of our identity regardless of the origins of that identity like had all of that not happened all the historical um colonization ills and wrongs that had happened regardless we're here now and we're americans and there are things that we can fix we can definitely do better and I'm grateful for that opportunity. That's that very well, yeah, totally. Not only does it make sense, but that's very well said. Thank you. I Good job. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, I am hoping that everybody has a very safe holiday. Please remember, at least in my state, I think this varies state to state, but in my state, Thanksgiving is the holiday where um, a lot of people end up in the hospital. I have seen this as somebody who's had to work on Thanksgiving in, in years prior and um, uh, studying motor vehicle accidents, which I actually also have to do for my job. Wow. Um, Thanksgiving is a day when people will die in fatal car crashes. So if you're going to be on the road, and my family will be on the road this year too, we plan to be super safe the day of, probably stay um, really close to the restaurant where we are planning to have our dinner so that we can spend a minimal amount of time on the road. Be very safe. Uh, luckily, most of our listeners, or I think 50% of our listeners are Muslim and you don't drink anyway. So that's good. But you still have to drive defensively. Be very careful. Your families are with you. Be safe and merry and enjoy your holiday. Definitely. There's a lot to be thankful for. Yeah, absolutely. And then we'll catch up um, next week at 6 p.m. Thursdays. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Thanks again for joining Zeba and Uzma on Momming While Muslim today. Please email us your thoughts or questions and follow us on Facebook and Instagram because this podcast was designed to cater your needs. Make sure you check out the show notes to find the links and resources for this episode. And remember to help a mama out and leave a review of the show as well as to like it on your podcast app of choice because that helps us grow. Tune in next week for another episode of Momming While Muslim. Assalamu alaikum, everyone.